It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Sometimes I feel like a star, but only strictly where I'm famous. I'm in this foot along this hall, like we'll see where it takes us. I'm throwing back these double shots like whiskey here is weightless. Cause, cause this career I chose was even riskier than Vegas, yo. coffee cup this morning for all the uh, Coffee with Colby listeners out there who are forfeiting the home video for today's very, very special episode of Live with Colby Psychic Rebel. Today, I am just so thrilled and excited for our guest. Um, You know, I I just personally have followed him for many, many years and am so... um, happy that he actually changed his life many, many years ago to help empower us. So uh, to have him on the show is beyond an honor. I mean, he is truly a master. He's an internationally recognized stress management expert. He is a corporate trainer. He is a meditation master, but he is also an author. He's an author of a critically acclaimed number one Amazon bestseller, De-stressifying the real world guide to personal empowerment, lasting fulfillment, and peace of mind. But he's also got um, a revision of another book that he did called Secrets of Meditation, a practical guide to inner peace and per- personal transformation, which is the winner of the Nautilus Book Award. And that actually is on Amazon. So he just redid that whole book and um, that's out now. But for many of you who may or may not know, David is uh, known for his meditations which he gives to us worldwide and his own radio show called sweet spot which is on hay house's um hay house's station it's live from the sweet spot and uh, there's so much more that we are going to go into but uh what is also interesting which i found so fascinating in reading some more about david is he was in a 20-year career with business finance mergers and acquisitions so which is neat because many of you know that i spent 14 years as a tax manager so i was like okay all right no wonder i love this man so much and and, uh, and he began a new journey to wholeness. And he studied under Deepak Chopra for 10 years. But, you know, here's the thing. He is his own master and teaches worldwide through retreats and schools and classes and workshops. So it is with an absolute esteemed, 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 humble and honorness that I welcome David G. Hi, David. <laughs> Hi, how are you this morning? Amazing, how are you? I am doing really, really well. It looks so gorgeous where you are. 
You, I'm in the sweet spot of the universe. You are in the sweet spot of the universe. It's fantastic. I love it. So, you know, I wanted to just get the listeners to know a little bit more about you and then kind of share some things that you're going to be doing, um, you know, with us, with the community, with the world a bit. So, you know, when you were in this career, you know, the, the corporate career many, many years ago, do you remember a point in time that you felt inspired to make a shift, inspired to make that transition? Uh, yeah. Um, it was actually uh, in the uh, in the wake of, of 9-11. I'd worked in the World Trade Center for a while, and um, I'd left that building about six months before 9-11. And uh, in the wake of 9-11, I was just walking around southern Manhattan, Soho, um, I was walking past a row of cardboard boxes that people were living in. Oh. And uh, as I did that, a hand reached out, grabbed my pant leg, and this guy peered up at me and he said, what's going to be on your tombstone? Ooh. <laughs> it's a reflective moment. And uh, in that moment, I realized, um, you know, I'd long given up my meditation practice. Uh, balance was gone in my life. I was multitasking about 30 things a day. Um, and I wasn't really living with purpose so when i asked the question what's going to be on my tombstone why am i here why what am i doing what's my purpose um it just sparked something inside of me and i was also you know i was in a lot of pain emotional pain during that period of time and and pain is an amazing motivator and uh so i figured you know it's not this i didn't know what it was but it wasn't whatever i was doing and uh, or at least I wasn't doing it the right way. I didn't know there were tools. I didn't know you could live a balanced life and live in the real world. And so I quit that job and headed off to um, to meet Deepak Chopra, who was doing a, uh, a meditation retreat in Oxford, England, spent a week there and uh, then headed off to India, of course, on my own eat, pray, love version <laughs> without the eating and the love. <laughs> <laughs> and um, cruised around India in search of the guru. And I did that for about six months, meditating, visiting ashrams, bathing in the Ganges, praying, uh, practicing yoga, doing all these pujas. And then uh, suddenly I was laying in a hammock in a cashew forest in Kerala, southern India. And I read the Bhagavad Gita, this uh, chapter 2, verse 48, which says, Yogasta Kuru Karmani. Establish yourself in the present moment and then perform action. And then it, suddenly I, it dawned on me. I'm searching for this thing that's inside. The guru rests inside. In fact, the answer to every single question we could ever ask actually rests inside. Oh. And, uh, so that was my big aha moment. I came back to, um, to New York and a friend of mine said, all you do now is sit around and meditate. <laughs> yeah, isn't that great? And, uh, she said to me, no, no, uh, you should learn to teach meditation. And I was like, oh, come on. I'm from New York. I don't care about anyone else's meditation. <laughs> said, no, if you really want to learn something, learn to teach it. Yes. And she goes like, why don't you go visit Deepak Chopra? He lives down on the West Coast and maybe he could help you. So flew out to California, um, connected again with uh, Deepak. It was a love connection. And I became the COO of his center and then the lead educator and then the dean of, of uh, Chopra Center University. And what happened really was that I didn't ever intend to share these teachings. I really just wanted to raise my own vibration. But suddenly, 
something sparked inside of me and I had to share. I had to teach other people because it changed my life. And connecting to the stillness and silence, which now I'm in my consistent 16th year of that, uh, is transformational. And the world comes at me in slow motion and I don't really feel overwhelm and stress is really something that fuels me it doesn't uh, overwhelm and and kook me out and so i just began traveling the world you know i left the chopra center left that role and said how can i share these teachings with the world and that's what i do and wow. uh, uh, now i have found that purpose uh, there's this ancient um, sanskrit phrase you know we talk about the concept of dharma there's actually no English translation for Dharma, but there is a translation for the root of Dharma, which is Dri, D-H-R-I. And that um, in ancient times, maybe 7,000 years ago, was the force, this otherworldly force that holds the stars apart and the universe together. And so that's what I teach people. What holds your stars apart and your universe together? Let's identify that thing that's connected stillness and silence that rests within wow and then let's do that thing wow that's you know and i it's just um you know i have to say just from my own personal experience you know again working in that tax accounting that corporate world that feeling of loss that feeling of something's not fulfilled and along that path i j just somehow found you I mean, it's remarkable because I, I certainly was not um, looking for <laughs> meditations. And yet there you were. And I just resonated and connected. And there's so much healing that you do through these meditations that you offer. And I have to say, I, I, I mean, every <laughs> so I definitely do it uh, during the day and I do it every night. Right. And so you you have this saying called feather your nest. And I can't, I'm like. You should hear me talk to you. I'm like, yes, David, I'm feathering. I'm feathering. Um, so it makes me feel at home. And I want to know, how did you, you know, was that an expression that just came to you? Or how is it that you're able to make your listener feel as if they're in the room with you? How, how do you do that? Honestly, I just step out of the way. Okay. And, I, and just like you, I, I channel the universe. Uh, there was a, uh, a period of time where uh, I was working with someone who, uh, who was a stylist up in, in L.A. And she said, hey, do you want to do voiceovers? And I was like, yeah, I would love to do voiceovers. <laughs> so she said, let me check out, you know, some situations. I'll talk to my people and see wh what that is. And she came back from L.A. that weekend and she said, guess what? There's five people. They do all the voiceovers. So you're not breaking into that world until one of them leaves that realm. Uh, I said, well, I know what I can do. I'll create guided meditations. I'll just do that thing. And uh, so the first one that I did, um, I just like closed my eyes. And now <laughs> I've got over 800 guided meditations and I don't script them. I don't read them. I just close my eyes and, and then just go there. So when I was thinking about, you know, what's a really comfortable way for me to help people settle in, just suddenly your nest. <laughs> oh God, I do love it. Even when you say it now, I just, I'm like, okay, I'm feathering. <laughs> it is. It's beautiful. I just, I, I do love it. Do you remember um, all of your meditations or not really? You've done so, so many. So do you remember them or just not at all? Um, I don't know that I remember the full 
experience, but I remember all of the themes because they're themes that are important to me. Okay. You know, I think you know, and and people who are in the process, you know, the process of sharing, um, we're going through life, and we're experiencing yes. the the roller coaster and the peaks and valleys, and multiple times throughout the course of the day. And so suddenly I'll be, you know, someone will cut me off, and I'll be like so irritated, and then I'll say. That's it. I have to I, let me connect to a meditation, <laughs> on meditation and on acceptance and on uh, your heart and then not putting up barriers. And suddenly, you know, I'll, I'll race home. I have a little, you know, vocal booth and I'll just race home and I'll record a meditation uh, on that. That's wonderful. Really, I think, you know, all of our teachings come from our own life experience. And, yes. And so every, that's why I don't have to script it because it's real and it's going on. It's authentic and from the heart and soul. So we have a uh, question actually from one of the viewers. She's asking that personally she finds uh, meditation difficult, but she also knows it's important. She said, do you have any tips for a hyper person? Like what tips would you give a hyper person uh, in order for them to kind of start meditating? Yeah, well, that's a great question. And, you know, I come from the East Coast. (laughs) We're all control freaks. Uh, So, you know, even our society, we're not used to giving control away. So there's always a little intensity, um, high powered, high achievers are always people who are pushing, pushing, pushing. And this is something very different. This is allowing. This is accepting. This is surrendering. There's a beautiful line by Lao Tzu, uh, the ancient Chinese philosopher, do you have the patience to wait until your mud settles and the water is clear? Can you remain unmoving till the right action arises by itself? And most of us say, oh, no, I can't do that. But it's a cultivation. You know, patience is a cultivation and settling down is a cultivation. So there's a technique. I started off teaching it to the Marines up in Camp Pendleton and, uh, now, I've, I've taught it to hundreds of thousands of people around the world, whether in the corporate world or just very high-pressure jobs or just feeling the intensities of life. Um, and we can do it. We can do it right here. And that way, um, it's a way to reconnect. I call it taking a time in. We can reconnect to the stillness and silence that rests within. So it works like this. Let's all of us think about something that's been bothering us or irritating us or disturbing us this week. Don't go too deep. This isn't therapy. And just in your mind's eye, you know, see that something was supposed to happen. It didn't. Someone said they were going to do something that didn't happen. Whatever that is. And get clear on their face, maybe, or feel that sensation somewhere in your body. And now close your eyes and through your nose, take a long, slow, deep breath in and watch that breath as it goes down deep into your belly. And when it gets there, hold it and watch it and witness it and now let it go watch it as it moves up your chest out through your nostrils keep witnessing and hold that breath out and keep watching it as it dissipates into the ether and now breathe normally and open your eyes and that was 16 seconds and in those 16 seconds and i called it you were playing along but viewers out there if you weren't playing along it's okay you may get another chance Uh, but if you were playing along you realize you weren't thinking about that irritation you weren't in the past you weren't in the future you were fully present and that's the present moment that's us connecting to the now and in the present moment 
there's no anger, there's no grievance, there's no regret, there's no irritation, uh, there's no judgment or blame or finger pointing, uh, there's no sadness. And so that's only 16 seconds. And if you do that four times, it's a minute. If you do it 20 times, it's five minutes. And so that's a way for the most high-stressed, high-pressured, intense person filled with anxiety to suddenly introduce a pattern interrupt into their life, just a break in the action. It's essentially your brain taking a breath. And science is now proving that's really, really healthy. It actually uh, increases wound healing. It helps the dendrites and axioms in our brain connect better. Um, it raises meditation, we know, raises, boosts your immune system, raises your sex hormone, your growth hormone. It lessens your levels of cortisol, adrenaline, and glucagon. Um, it thins your blood and it lowers your blood pressure, helps you sleep better at night, allows you to be a little more patient, makes you make better, more conscious choices. So it's like, gee, what else, what, else <laughs> what, what else do I need to do? And it's free. It's free. So it's perfect. It's perfect. It's included in your health care plan, no matter what it is. <laughs> I love that. Thank you. And yeah, this, you know, everybody will be able to watch this on replay and we're going to air it again Thursday night. So there, there'll be a lot of good, good opportunities for people to practice along with this. Um, uh, what is... For you, you know, now that you've been doing this for so long, um, can you pinpoint the most gratifying aspect of your work? Is there one thing that you just go, ugh, this, this, this particular thing just really is the most gratifying for me? Uh, yeah, well, it's really interesting. Um, one of my core values is uh, having an impact. Just one of the things. I, I, I try to do things that there'll be a ripple from doesn't have to go viral, but just <laughs> even if it's just one person where they suddenly go, oh, light bulb went off. I get it. I can do that. And so a lot of the work that I do is either on Hay House Radio, which is just talking into emptiness, uh, or recording meditations, which is just sitting in the darkness with my eyes closed and, and, and channeling a meditation, um, or writing a book. So I don't necessarily have that, you know, that that instant feedback. So when I get an email and I, I get a, a bunch of emails every day, when I get an email from someone that says, Oh, wow, I was going through a very, very challenging time. And that technique that you shared with me, or that meditation really helped me um, become more empowered, become a little stronger, tap into my courage, find my purpose, let go of things that no longer serve me. Those are my, those are my most satisfying moments. Uh, so it's really not about likes or follows. It's more about, when someone says to me that they've been touched by the teaching. Yes. Uh, that's just like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So you, um, so secrets of meditation, speaking of the books that you're talking about, you've, you've written secrets of meditation, a practical guide to inner peace and personal transformation. It's on Amazon, everybody. So I think I have a slide of it. If, um, if Tony, you'll put that up. So everybody knows how to get it on Amazon. But, you know, what I want to know, uh, right there, the blue one, there you go. Um, you redid this book. So tell me, you know, what, what's a little different? Why did you do that? What can people expect now with it? Well, I, I wrote the uh, original book in 2011, and it was published by Hay House on September 4th, 2012. And um, that was really at a certain point in my life. And Secrets of Meditation really talked about all the different styles of meditation because I I want people to know there's not one thing. It's not 
one box that you have to fit in. There's so many ways that we can find that stillness and silence and connect to the present moment. And so I don't have an agenda. I'm not you know, pushing a certain type of meditation. I just want people to find the thing that works for them. And uh, so suddenly it was like four years later and I said, oh my God, there's so many more techniques that I've learned and mindfulness has become a little hipster trendy and I wanted to really talk about that. So I started writing a, a book about all the new techniques that I've explored and all the people that I've met um, and how to really find your purpose and step into use meditation to, you know, to, to really take your life to the next level. And once I'd gotten about 150 pages into it, um, I was like, wait a second. I wrote this book already and I'm writing a new version. So, <laughs> yeah, so I said, you know, I'm writing another book, uh, but I'm thinking maybe I just revised the old one. And they said, it can't be a revision unless you at least add four new chapters. And I was like, oh, I've added four new chapters. There's like all this. <laughs> and they said, well, if you want to take on the task of rewriting, you know, that entire book and adding all this new um, material in, rock on. And uh, there wasn't an audio book before. And since then, they asked me to record the audio book as well. So it's really, I, I call it the fresh, bold, revised edition. <laughs> New science. And that's really, you know, science is accelerating at, at such a fast pace. So I really wanted to put the most recent science that's talking about how meditation, you know, can help you heal the body and how meditation can help you move from pain. And, you know, this, these studies are real now. They were cuckoo woo-woo, you know, only three years ago. And so I felt that people should know that meditation is such a powerful tool. No equipment necessary. Yes. And, uh, and you can meditate anywhere, on a plane, on the beach, in a line, in traffic, wherever it is. And so that's really what this book is. It's a, it's a little edgier. Um, it, it's really... You know, whatever I write comes from my heart. And I just I, I just felt this book needed to be to be written and to be shared. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. So, again, and anyone, you've got to get the book. It's on Amazon. And so now you, you are coming up to the L.A. area. Um, I think it's Santa Monica technically. But listen, we all call it L.A. here. <laughs> um, like Long Island, you know, it just goes for like. Yeah. Miles. It is. Do you know I'm from New Jersey? So I'm I'm from New Jersey. So we're both East Coasters there. But let's talk about this workshop. It's at Unplug Meditation, which is a beautiful space. You're doing it May 27th. Now it's called Discover Your Life's Purpose. So tell us a little bit about this uh, workshop and what people can expect and and things like that. Um, For the past several years, I've been uh, offering a workshop called discover your dharma and uh, Susie Yala who's the creator of Unplug Meditation it was the first drop-in meditation studio on the planet and uh, she said to me maybe you could do that up here and I was like okay so um, you know I get so many emails from people who are like I'm lost I don't know where to turn I'm at a crossroads what should I do I have all these conflicting pieces of life family money purpose, all pulling at me in different directions. And over the years, um, I've learned some really powerful techniques to help people make better choices and to help people really connect to their dri, you know, uh, that, that, that sacred power that I was talking about that holds your world apart. 
you know, and holds it together at the same time. What is that that's bursting inside of you? And so uh, I'm, I'm excited to, to bring these teachings up to, to L.A. Um, I love unplugged meditation. And um, pretty much once a month for the last two years, I've been going up there just to teach a, a one-hour class and lead uh, a meditation. So I'm really excited that this is really a multi-hour experience and I'll have some real time to spend with people and go into their individual and, and personal journeys. Oh, wow. Next level. Oh, that's incredible. And so you're going to come up kind of once a month to, because <laughs> May 27th, I'll be in New Jersey, but I want to do it. <laughs> I love Jersey. Give Jersey a kiss for me. I lived in Jersey for a while as well. Oh, I, I will. This is going to be amazing though. So if anyone, listen, um, the opportunity to kind of have this in-person workshop with David is just a, a, a phenomenal opportunity. And, you know, with one of the world's masters, I mean, really, this guy's, I, I again, I do love you. So, I, you know, maybe I'm a little biased, but <laughs> it is remarkable what you what you do. And so on your show, so now you have your own show, Live from the Sweet Spot. Now, how did you get Sweet Spot? How did, how did that come about for you? Um, well, in my, in my um, life at the Chopra Center, it was a, it was a, a nice 10-year chunk of my life. Um, I was exposed to so many amazing people and so many very successful people who were struggling with challenges of overwhelm or too much stress or anxiety going on in their lives. I met great masters while I was there, great teachers. And um, one of the people who I met while I was there was was Oprah Winfrey. And so I was taking a walk with Oprah. I was walking her over to, a, to an appointment that she had. And I said, Oprah, check it out. Here we are right now in the sweet spot of the universe. We're about a mile from the ocean. Take a deep breath, Oprah. Breathe in that air. That's ocean prana just coming in, sacred ocean prana. And you feel that warmth about a mile in that direction there, these mountains. And the desert air is coming in over the mountains. So you've got that ocean energy and that desert warm air. And it meets right here. And I kneel down to the ground and I tap the ground and I said, this is the sweet spot of the universe, Oprah. And she said, David G., I am the sweet spot of the universe. (laughs) So that just stuck in me and um so about a week later i um i was i was over at hay house and um louise hay said do you want to do a radio show here and i was like yes done and uh she said what do you want to call it and i was like i got live from the sweet spot she was like whatever (laughs) (laughs) so uh it's been you know so i've been using that expression now um and it's really wherever you are, that's the sweet spot. It's not a question of, you know, being a mile from the ocean and a mile from the desert. It's really being able to connect to nature, to connect to yourself, to connect to source, to connect to the present moment. And we can do that wherever we are. So wherever you are right now, you know, up in Hollywood or anywhere around the world, that's the sweet spot of the universe. Yes. Yeah. And I do. I do love it. And it, it is. It's um. It reminds people to just saying you're in the sweet spot already. It's like it it, it kind of says so much to them. You already have enough. You're already in the right place. You know, there's you, there's no more searching needed in a way, right? 
So it's gorgeous. I do. I do love it. And with your um, with your work, you know, is there any stories that you can remember that would be like just the most either embarrassing or crazy? Like you're like, oh, my goodness, how did this happen to me? Or, you know, just trouble like because you, you're supposed to be calm and, and help people. But what is is there anything that just, you know, behind the scenes wasn't working out and then you had to kind of hold everything together? Well, that sounds like my life on a weekend. <laughs> you know, I, I remember there was this um, when I was when I was at the Chopra Center. Um, uh, the Chopra Center was founded by Deepak Chopra and David Simon. Uh, David Simon was a brilliant neurologist, one of my great mentors, and he became my closest friend. And he he passed away in 2012. And um, he uh, he he stu- you know I read everything that he wrote, and we spent every day together for virtually 10 years. And I remember I was getting on stage at this medical conference and there were probably, I don't know, 2000 physicians in the room. And, you know, I'm usually, whenever I'm at a medical conference, I'm the person, not only he doesn't have any initials or letters after their name, but I've only got one name, David G. And they're like, David G. What? So that's why on, on social media, I'm mostly David G. Meditation. Um, but so I'm on stage and I start off by saying, I want to share with you one of the most important quotes that has rested inside of me since the moment I read it. It's by Dr. David Simon. And as soon as I read this quote, I knew I would never forget it. And it would suddenly ripple through me every single day. And then I forgot. (laughs) On stage, I've just like set the whole thing up and people are like, what's the quote? And I'm like... Got it. (laughs) I think um, just just allowing myself, you know, it was like a half hour later. I was like, oh, 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 I remembered it. Um, (laughs) By the way, the quote was ultimately the best use of a physician's knowledge is to teach people to heal themselves. Um, So since that moment, I've never forgotten. (laughs) I remember I was, you know, just out there, just put myself out, walking a tightrope and like, uh oh, forgot it. That's one of my one of my moments. But honestly, um, there was a time when I was a crisis meditator and most people are crisis meditators. Uh, We're not crisis toothbrushers. We brush our teeth every day, a couple of times a day, multiple times a day. Um, And we're not entertaining experience. We do it because we know the benefits that it brings to us. And that's because we realized it. And meditation of course, is the same way. We just do it when we're stressed out. If it's like, oh, you're a jerk. I'm going to go and meditate. Um, that's not the best time. They were just being reactive. And so if we can proactively wake up and really start our day with that trajectory of stillness and silence, then suddenly everything that flows through us throughout the day has a little bit of that stillness and sound. It's a thimbleful, a, a, an eyedropperful. that's really informing and impacting every thought we have, every word we speak, every action we take. And so when stuff happens, you know, I almost, that's why I like to do live shows. That's why I like to do live radio every week. Um, That's why I like to get on stage in front of lots of people because I don't have an agenda. I don't have a, a script of what I'm going to say or do. I know there's like 20 things that I'd like to share. Hopefully I get to them and more. But 
because I'm trying to really allow myself in every moment to surrender. And uh, when I find myself, you know, coming in, I'm like, uh, there's just no need. Yeah. There's just no need. I truly, I truly believe that um, we are our most powerful when we allow the divine energy to come into us and then flow it. Because, you know, our brains are like pretty small and our physical bodies are going to die. And, you know, there's only so much knowledge we have, but the wisdom of the universe is infinite. And so I want to be able to channel and flow infinity, not eight things. Right. And I think that each of us has that ability. It's just a question of, you know, some people like you are a lot more sensitive to that energy and you master it, you cultivate it. That's how you, you know, connect. And I think everyone can, no matter who you are, can access that spark inside of you because we are not our thoughts. We have 60,000 to 80,000 thoughts a day. That's one thought every 1.2 seconds. Ooh. They're coming. <laughs> we're not our thoughts we have thoughts we're not our emotions we have emotions we're the space between all of that and i believe we all can access that space and once you access it you can connect to it at any time and you can expand that space and i think that's one of the most beautiful aspects uh, of life this ancient teaching we're talking about you know meditation's been around for more than eight thousand years yeah and yet, you know, our world has never really rewarded um, stillness. You know, if you see someone sitting with their eyes closed, you know, they're either sleeping or slacking <laughs> off. <laughs> they're accomplishing anything. And uh, so I believe we all have the power um, to show up. I'm also a big, uh, a big fan. He's become a friend of mine, uh, Don Miguel Ruiz. Oh, know, yes. Mm-hmm. And, and I believe that, you know, we can all spend a little bit more time being more impeccable with our word, yes. not taking things personally, uh, not making assumptions and showing up and always bringing our best, doing our best. And so um, that's why I, I created this um, this teacher training, the Masters of Wisdom and, and Meditation teacher training, because I'm not a devotee or follower of one philosophy. And I think that if you're going to be a really great teacher out there, you should act, be able to access you know, the ancient um, Vedic teachings, the Hindu teachings, the Buddhist teachings, uh, the most ancient and the most modern expressions of those as well. So whether it's seven spiritual laws of success or the Bhagavad Gita or the four agreements or the Dhammapada, you know, so many different things that we can connect to. Um, I think once we access all the different wisdom philosophies that have existed for thousands of years, we get to pick. What feels right for me? And then we take a thread of that and a thread of that one and a thread of that one. And we weave, you know, our own comfort with how we connect to the world, just like the psychic rebel. You know, that, <laughs> that's what you connected with. It's like that speaks to me. I get that. I feel that. I am that. Yes. And because you have so comfortably embraced it, that's how you get to channel it so, so clearly. And that's why you connect with the divine so effortlessly. You know, it's not because you're working at it and going, come on, divine. <laughs> Where are you? <laughs> um, 
So thank you for that. And for your, so this training, because I, I saw it on your website last night. Um, people, anybody, listen, you guys, there, he's got so much social media. So I created a slider so everybody knew where to find David G. But if you go to his website, that's super easy. It's davidg.com. And he has under upcoming events. So if you go to that tab at the top and hit, hit upcoming events, you're going to see this master uh, meditation training that he does offer. And I, I was like, ooh, I should take that. <laughs> um, but, yeah, what a wonderful what a wonderful opportunity. It is wonderful to teach and give back and to help others um, maybe just find that, that spark, like you're saying, inside of themselves. And it's, it's beautiful, the work that you're doing and helping others for sure. And with the work, I have a question, um, you know, because you work with so many types of people like, you know, you do work with the military and corporations, you, you work with woo woo people, you, <laughs> you work uh, with yogis, uh, all of those. Is there a particular, you know, type, I don't know, or an audience that you prefer or not? Not really. Is it does everybody kind of surrender once they're in front of you? It's, it's, it's a great question because it's so unique. Um, you know, I, um, I, I live a lot on planes and I, and I travel the world a lot. And, you know, I teach probably more than 300 days a year in different places. And that's really what fills me up. And it's so interesting that every room creates its own energy. And, it's, and that's why I don't like to bring slides, you know, or PowerPoint, because I don't know who's going to be there and what that vibration uh, is going to be one of the most fulfilling things that I've done over the last four years is is work with an organization called Blue Courage, which teaches cops around the world. And they teach they teach them other things. They you know they, but I t- get to teach them awareness, and I get to teach them patience, and I get to teach them um, really how to connect to the present moment. And so, the beauty of that is that this would not be your typical audience, or I never anticipated that this would be my typical audience. Um, to train, to connect stillness and silence. And I don't call it meditation. I call it tactical breathing. And so they can connect to that. And no one has an issue um, with that. They may have an issue with how I look. And so they're like, what? Are you like playing <laughs> but, um, but that has been so fulfilling because it's now four years. And this was set up by the Department of Justice, which has been an honor for me to, to really work with. Um, and now I see cops and I, you know, I, I go online and I, and this room full of cops meditating. And this just started it started in, in Aurora, Illinois, spread to Chicago, Los Angeles, New York, Seattle, uh, Portland. And, you know, then we had this whole, you know, wild couple of years with just a lot of um, police violence on both sides. Yeah. And, you know, all those issues could have been solved um, or would never have happened if there had been if if someone had practiced 16 seconds, if someone had just taken a breath, if someone had not uh, rolled up on a situation and forced um, a confrontation, but rather, you know, witnessed a little bit more, observed a little bit more. So, you know, uh, the organization Blue Courage helps restore the nobility of policing through diet, through exercise, through a certain mind frame. And I teach them um, really awareness, the tools of awareness, which we all can benefit from. So that's, that's particularly fulfilling as I've seen cops meditate. And there's this TV show, Blue Bloods with Tom Selleck, and they were using oh, yeah. my technique on it, you oh. know, 
And I was like, oh, my God. So things like that are really fulfilling for me. But I love every every audience is so exciting. Uh, last week I was up with the Southern California Permanente Medical Group. So that was a, a room full of physicians. So when I see physicians looking to learn about these things, that's so inspiring. Yes. And yet, you know, I live in the sweet spot of the universe, so I love rooms full of kooky, woo-woo people. So there's nothing more exciting than being in a room of, you know, dolphin whisperers and unicorns <laughs> and readers and, and clairvoyance and clairsentience and yeah. psychic mediums. Um, so I'm, you know, there's, uh, it's the, I think it's the variety and the diversity of all who we are um, and the diversity of anyone I get to share these teachings with. And I learn so much from everyone that I'm with. So that really helps to take my life to the next level and raise my vibration. Um, and that's why, that's why I, I, I try to uh, be as open to as many different types of things as possible. Even when I'm going like, really bank America. <laughs> and then I had such fulfilling time working with bank America and with, and with Merrill Lynch um, because these are people in high stress all the time, uh, managing money or, what they're really doing is working with people, not with numbers. They're working with investors, you know, from the teeniest investor to giant investor. So to allow them to not be reactive, um, but to be more responsive, to not be reflexive, but to be more reflective. Uh, that's, that, that's so fulfilling. So wherever I show up, uh, that's what it is. And a lot of people say, can you come and do a run through? And I'm like, Run through for what? <laughs> you know, I'm okay. Yeah, it is. I'm good. <laughs> I love it. Um, so now you have also this event with uh, a, one of the, the world's greatest mediums, James Von Prague. And you and James have Soul Awakening 2017. Now, this is going to be in San Diego. It's September 22nd through the 24th. But my goodness, it's a destination hotel. So tell us a little bit about this experience. Um, yeah, it's really funny. I, I, you know, Hay House has about 30, 30 radio shows uh, over, the, over the course of the week, 30 different hosts. Um, but I'm the only one who lives in Carlsbad. Okay. So I can drive there in five minutes. And recently, I guess about a year ago, James Van Prague moved from um, I think Orange County down to around here as well. And so suddenly I bumped into him in the studio and I was like, James, what are you doing here? And I'd met him about two years ago at a uh, Hay House I Can Do It event. He goes, I live here now. And I was like, oh my God, we have to be on each other's shows. We have to hang out together. And um so I invited him to be on my show. And of course, you know, I'm staring at James. I'm like uh, six inches away from his face. And he's just taking calls from people and telling them all this stuff about dead people in their lives who are speaking to them, talking to the spirit world. And he always says to me, it's the humans who get in the way. The spirit voice is really clear. And but I'm staring at him to see, like, what does he do right before he suddenly <laughs> says, John came to me or this happened. or, And of course, you know, now it's we've been on each other's shows about I don't know ten times, and he's so he's so joyful, he's so filled with love, and he's been so generous to me. You know, I said, "Hey, you want to do something together?" And he was like, "Yeah, let's do it." So um, last year we came together to create the first Soul Awakenings. I didn't even know what it was going to be, 
but I said, I'll get everyone still and silent. I mean, you can channel all the ghosts. And uh, <laughs> more than that, but yeah, that's essentially what we'll do. Yes, it's and so we had such a good time together that, um, and he teaches people to connect. So there were, you know, there are people in the audience who are like, I'm now speaking to my, my dead child, my, my dead parent, my dead spouse. I mean, it's, it's unbelievable what goes on there. So really, it was just an excuse for me to hang out with James Van Prague. <laughs> I'll be teaching all the various techniques to help people um, in this practice really connect to stillness. And then James will help them channel the universe and get more intuitive. So we're really excited to be doing that. Oh, I bet it's going to be fantastic and so much fun. And um, yeah, and James is just great. I mean, he's so much fun, isn't he? He's got like such a joy about him. So, <laughs> And he also, you know, whenever we're like together, um, he doesn't carry around any notes either. So even when, you know, we, I said, so how do you want to do this? He goes, why don't we just sit on stage next to each other for three days? And I was like, I've never even thought of that. Okay. That's perfect. And we just like hung out together sitting there and that he taught and I learned and I taught and, and he meditated. I mean, it was really, it's really very, very special. And he's, he couldn't be, he couldn't be lighter. He couldn't be lighter. And he's so, he's so funny. I think, um, you know, one of the, one of the joys, uh, because I live so close to Hay House, I bring Peaches the Buddha Princess, my, my mindful mork. He hears an ad. Right <laughs> She's an L.A. rescue. She was found on the side of the 405 oh. years ago. So I'm so excited. But I bring her to the studio. So she's she's with me during that live show. And she's like wild about James. And, you know, normally she just sit, lays on the table in front of me, you know, or lays on the recording booth um, or sits in my lap. But when James is there, she's like pawing at him. And oh, licking. the two of them get into this, you know, this deep trance together. So. <laughs> some type of clairvoyance technique but they're, they're all connecting to spirit and you're like hey wait a second <laughs> that's awesome pets are so healing don't don't you find like um they they really they really really are and um so yeah you you are constantly busy being in the you know traveling and doing all of that because you know it's very grounding and you have all this stuff that you've got to do so you know you have this very quote unquote normal life um you we've got that 16 seconds that you were talking about practice that you can do but how do you find um just that balance through this busy, busy, chaotic life that is outside of being on the mic or, or, you know, talking about things. Yeah. I, uh, I live mostly in the present moment and I've got tons of stuff coming up and, you know, we all do, we all have something that's about to happen <laughs> now or six months from now. Um, but I'm constantly in preparation mode. I'm constantly cultivating um, my sacred powers. I'm cultivating my sense of attention. I'm cultivating um, my ability of forgiveness. I'm, I'm cultivating yeah. um, the clarity through the techniques and the teachings that I practice. And so I spend very little time um, in the future. And yeah. I don't spend any time in the past. Um, you know, it's carved in stone. It's done. And what I've learned from the past is now in me in the future. 
um, yes, of course, I feel sadness and 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 grief, and when I when I experience a loss, but I I also know that the pain of that grief, the pain of that loss, is equal to the depth of the love I had for that person or that thing that is no longer. That's and a great way to look at it. By connecting to a lot of these, you know, um, ancient teachings, uh, they've given me strength and they've given me courage and they've really allowed me to be in the present. And so I spend a lot more time celebrating and a lot of time letting go of what no longer serves me, whether that's a dream or whether that's just some clutter in my head from my life. Um, and um, I'm, I'm open to accepting what the universe has to deliver. You know, I think here we are right now in this sacred, precious, present moment. I, I truly believe that. And then the question is, so what are we going to do with it? <laughs> what, what, what magnificent thing? What are party do? are we going to have right now? <laughs> I want to ask that question. What party are we going to have? Yeah. Not, not what thing that didn't work out three uh, weeks ago. Yeah. I got to dive into right now. I love it. I, you know, I want to, I want to soar because I know there will be times when we're all crawling on our belly through glass and those times are really, really tough yeah. and hopefully teachings strengthen us and allow us to, to get there. And we surround ourselves with people who are encouraging and supportive. And as long as we trust that the universe will deliver us to exactly where we need to be in those moments. Uh, that's, you know, sometimes I'll find myself like, how did I get here? Yeah. What? I- <laughs> what? what happened? Why yeah. Did I-, how did I agree to this? Yeah. Um, and then it's like, okay, you put me in a kooky place. Let's see what that looks like. You know, yeah. All my flights and I have to find some hotel or something like that. Um, I know that the best version of me because I'm a pretty fiery person being a pizza from New York for it. <laughs> In a couple of days oh. so I could be like you know stubborn and fiery and but I I believe that if I can cultivate that fire and transform it into light rather than heat I'm going to be a lot happier and everyone in my life is going to be a lot happier so that's really I'm always trying to when I find myself in a in a compromising situation or a, a conflict um, or an interruption you know I'll ask myself you know can we flow a little more light here, a little less heat? Oh, nice. And I think nice. That, that allows me and hopefully that, you know, that can help other people. Step yes. As opposed to stepping into their worst version. Yes. Yes. Well, thank you. And, um, well, the, the show, our time here is coming to a close. That's just the time here. Not, not just you and I forever, though, David G. <laughs> Um, but um, I do want to thank you. You offered a free gift for the listeners today. This is incredible. It is a download uh, meditation. And I mean, thank you so much for that. How beautiful. And I, I know now that's it. Everybody's going to be so happy. This is going <laughs> to, I do, I do appreciate it and love it. And again, there is that workshop. Anybody in uh, San Monica, LA area, any, I mean, honestly, if you were in four hours of Santa Monica, try to come here and, and do this workshop. And uh, David, I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart. I can't, I can't tell you, you know, when, um, I, I tried something at the beginning of the year and I said, you know, I really, 
I'm going to put it out there to the universe to ask guests who I love, who I feel that changed the world, changed me. And so I was so honored that you you agreed to to share your time with us this morning. And, and I am so grateful to that. So thank you so much. Thank you so much, Colby. And thank you for being so authentic. And um, I, I so appreciate our sweet connection. And thanks for taking these teachings and your teachings into the world. We transform the world by transforming ourselves. And, you know, together, just magnificence will flow. Well, thank you. Thank you. And enjoy the rest of your day. Um, Well, everybody, I got to say that was incredible. And I just want to, I mean, what what a lovely gift um, we had today with, David G. And uh, there you go. You've got the download. So make sure you look at that and pay attention to that. Um, as I close the show, we will show this again Thursday night. Uh, so if you missed, uh, you get to watch it again. So tune in again, watch it. We're going to be here Thursday night. Real quick, I do want to mention the May 13th evening of messages with my good friend AJ Barrera. So there's just a limited amount of tickets, but we are in Tustin if you do that. And for all my uh, Coffee with Colby people, it is 10 a.m. every morning. So uh, hopefully you guys tuned in this morning for David G. And what a gift, you guys. I got to tell you. I mean, you know, there are masters for a reason. And he's truly, truly, thank goodness, Thank goodness that man pulled on his darn pant leg and said, what's going to be on your tombstone? Thank goodness. (laughs) So anyhow, thank you guys so much. Have a beautiful, wonderful rest of your day. I'll talk to you later. Bye. Sometimes I feel like a star, but only strictly where I'm famous. I'm in this foot along this hall, like we'll see where it takes us. I'm throwing back these double shots like whiskey here is weightless. Cause, cause this career I chose was even riskier than Vegas, yo. It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease.